Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Kathleen Gage with We Did It.help and We Did It Summits.com. Uh, great to be here today. I've got the uh, famous and infamous Peter Goldstein. He's going to be talking in just a moment and he will introduce our esteemed presenter and expert, Coach Ruben. So, Peter, I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, thank you so much, Kathleen. It's such an honor to be here in our fifth of the series uh, of live events. And I am so thrilled to have Coach Ruben, Ruben Guzman with us uh, as we explore uh, leadership to inspire. So our mission is all about supporting the grassroots ambassadors, plant-based consumers in our mission to inspire our friends and loved ones and acquaintances to take a look at a uh, plant-based lifestyle that, that serves their health as well as animal justice and climate healing. And most certainly in our in our mission to, to support the best practices, uh, leadership plays a very important role. And I'm just so honored to have Coach Ruben here to talk to us about, about leadership and inspiring, because I know that we are all such compassionate people. We care so very much about everybody, people we know, even all the strangers and all the animals and the planet and everything. We are very compassionate, deeply caring people. And we we are so frustrated and so hurt when, when we're pushed back by people we're trying to show this absolute truth to. And, and certainly uh, plant-based diet being the solution to chronic diseases, the solution to animal suffering, the solution to climate change is an absolute truth. And we're trying to share that with the world. We'd love to see a happy, healthy, vegan world. And and it's enough of getting pushed back. So let's, let's bring Coach Ruben in to share with us some of the aspects of where leadership comes in, in, in our being more effective and successful at inspiring other people to change their lifestyle. So welcome, Coach Ruben. I'm so honored to have you here. This is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. It's an honor to be with you. It really is. I'm just excited to be able to share with people about how to make a difference in influencing, positively influencing people to be able to make a difference for them. So thank you so much. And Kathleen, your mic is muted. Oh. <laughs> Unmute. It's amazing. You know, plug it in and it might work. It's like kind of amazing. <laughs> when you call support, you go, my, my computer's not working. Is it plugged in? Oh, kind of minor details. So, um, yeah, today I'm really excited to talk about leadership uh, on the level of the macro level of the movement of plant-based uh, lifestyles and also on the micro level. And uh, we're really advocating for grassroots ambassadors uh, to go out and share their message. Now, let's talk about what a grassroots ambassador is, and then let's talk about leadership on that level. A grassroots ambassador is virtually anyone who lives the life style as a plant-based eater or a vegan who happens to be plant-based. And the combination of the two is very powerful because not only are we taking care of our 
health as sentient beings. We're looking out for the animals, we're looking out for the environment. And uh, so it's really somebody who might be in a profession that works with um, patients, for example. It could be a doctor, it could be a mother who has children who's trying to influence their way of eating to be healthier. Uh, with childhood obesity on the rise, I believe it's at like 40%, which is shocking. Um, and I just saw something that 75% of domestic dogs are obese, which shocking information, and it has to do with the eating pattern. So Coach Ruben, I'm going to turn it over to you to talk about um, what it means to be a leader within a lifestyle of plant-based eating and being vegan. So mm -hmm. over to you. Okay, great, great. Thank you, Kathleen. So let's see, I think you're going to change the camera setting for... <laughs> I don't know. I see I see you, but I don't see me. There we go. <laughs> so what does it mean to be a leader? And so one of the things, let me shape the context for everybody here. So one of the things that's important for all of us to really understand is that we are still in the early stages of a movement. So this isn't a fad. This isn't a popular idea. This isn't some crazy notion that will pass. No, really taking on being vegan and plant-based is a movement. It's a radical and fundamental shift that absolutely has to occur to change the world. And that's what we're up to. We're up to being able to shift and change, the, to transform the world. That's what we're up to because we recognize that we are on the precipice of the brink. We've got to make some significant changes. I mean, all the evidence points to the fact that we must, we must make this change. But we're still early on in this process. So if you look at the process of the innovation, the, the, the process of adoption of innovation and change, there's a bell-shaped curve, if you will. And early on are the people who are what we call the innovators. The innovators are the people who are really out there. They're, they're, they, they see the opportunity to see immediately how important this is, and they are the risk takers, and they're going to say, yes, I'm in. No questions about it. I don't care what anybody else thinks. So we've got quite a bit of that already in the vegan movement. But then the next group is what we call the early adopters. We still haven't got enough of a critical mass on this planet to really fill out that early adopters phase. So the early adopters are the ones that say, oh, this makes sense. Okay, I, I need to do this because this is important. I don't wanna be uh, missing out on this important part, uh, opportunity and this makes complete sense. It, like, yeah, absolutely, I'm in. Mm -hmm. So to get that two groups in, is 16% of the population, 16%. And we need to get to 16% before we reach the tipping point where we're able to cross the chasm and to start to have momentum, to have an idea, a concept, a philosophy, actually gain foothold. So we need to do even more. So we're in a very important place right now. We've got a lot of work to do still. And that's why it's so exciting to be part of We Did It health.com it's so exciting to be part of this and to really build ambassadorship is really important so it's so important right now that all of us understand that we are all leaders whether we like it or not we are all in a leadership position so to be a leader you know if you look at the definition of the word leadership 
John Maxwell defines leadership as to influence, to influence others. And, you know, another one of the definitions that I really love, my friend Kevin Hall, who's the biggest word nerd I've ever met in my life. All right. So he studied under Dr. Stephen Covey and he wrote a book called Aspire. Wonderful book. Now, Kevin will take a word. He will completely research the living daylights out of it. He will explore the origin of the word in many different languages and he will dive into it in great depth. And then he'll write an entire chapter just on one word. <laughs> so Kevin looked at the word leader. And what he discovered was that the, the root origin of the word leader is the one who finds the path for others to follow. The one who finds the path for others to follow. Let's break that down for a minute because we are the ones who find the path. It doesn't mean that we beat people over the head to make them follow us on the path. Okay. We find the path, we carve the path, we mark the path. We find the path for others to follow when they are ready to follow. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When the student is ready, the path will appear. So for us as leaders, we have to find the path for other, others to follow and lead them from where they are at, not where we think they should be. Coach Ruben, I have a question on that. The, yeah. You know, when the student is ready, the, the teacher will appear. Mm -hmm. And the question I have is when the teacher is ready, the student will appear. You know, that that's kind of a flip side of it because mm -hmm. many teachers uh, and leaders they are leading and they are on a solo journey for so many years. And then all of a sudden, I, as a matter of fact, I was watching something on TV this morning about the first woman to enter the Boston Marathon and how they literally tried to physically throw her out. Yeah. And she's now 75 years old. And she said it was a very lonely path early on. So in the plant-based movement, um, I had the opportunity to talk with Light, who is from Gentle World. He founded that with his uh, late wife's son. And he said in the early days when he wrote his first cookbook, uh, they wrote it together. He could not even include the word vegan in it. And that was about 50 years ago and how far we've come. So let's talk about the, the leader who is leading and nobody's following. And yet they are called, they are truly called. It's a higher mission to keep doing what they're doing. So how do you address that with people? Well, it is lonely being a leader. It is. I mean, it's part of what our challenge is, is to stay focused and stay committed, stay passionate about what we know and what we believe in. It's really important for us to do that. I teach in my leadership training that there are four dimensions of leadership. The first dimension is self-leadership. That's where it begins. So for us, we're in a place right now, what's really critical for us is to re realize that leadership is by example. It is pr primarily by example. So it's very important for us that we become the best examples possible. We must, we must be vigilant about being the best examples for others to follow. So we have to look at ourselves constantly in everything that we're doing. And this requires that we live a life of integrity, live a life of love and compassion and kindness, 
And we need to be vigilant of the words that we speak so that we speak words that are true, kind, and necessary. And we, we have to be very vigilant about how we live our lives, being example, not trying to you know, push some ideas or concepts in other people's faces, but to really be in a, sh a shining example for people until people start to notice, and they will notice, they will notice, my gosh, you know, how do you have so much energy? My gosh, you lost all that weight and you're happy. Uh, how'd that happen? I mean, people will come back to us. So we have to be vigilant about being a, the better example. We must be the best examples we possibly can be. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And I'm, I'm having fun with all these buttons, but you mentioned the word integrity and I wonder what your uh, nerd friend would say, your word nerd friend mm -hmm. about integrity because I once heard that the definition of integrity is to be whole, to be complete. And when we're living in integrity, we are whole and complete. And uh, Des says, absolutely. I do feel a sense of responsibility, which could be my inner self pushing me into a leadership role. Absolutely. And Des is um, on the We Did It uh, dot health team she's amazing she is truly a leader i want to acknowledge that without her we couldn't be doing what we're doing and you know that let's talk about the leadership role of people who are not in the limelight because oftentimes we think of leaders as those people who are showcased all the time they're very visible in an organization and yet there are leaders that many people don't even know are in a leadership role that person is fully uh, a part of a team, and they're fully a part of the success of whatever is going on. So how would you address that, uh, Coach mm -hmm. Ruben? And then Peter, if you have any questions. Yeah, great question. Great question. Thank you for that, Kathleen. But uh, here's what I tell people, that the moment you choose to be vegan or plant-based, whether you like it or not, you are a leader. And it's sort of like being a parent. <laughs> I ought to know. I got four. <laughs> so the thing is, when you step into being a parent, whether you like it or not, you're a leader. You are their leader for the rest of their lives, whether you like it or not. And by the way, being a parent doesn't ever end. All right. So my, my eldest is 36. He just had his birthday. My youngest is 21. So the thing is, being choosing, when we choose to be vegan or, or, or plant-based or even to move in that direction. We choose that. We're stepping into a leadership role. So everybody's watching. Whether we think they are or not, they're watching, all right? Parents, you know this. Our children do not listen to us, but they watch everything we do. <laughs> so the thing is, it's the same for everybody else on the face of the planet. When we adopt a vegan or a plant-based lifestyle, so guess what? Everybody's watching, whether we think they are or not. So it's very important for us to recognize that we need to be that example. So we have to step into that. And you can influence other people without even having to say a word. It's your actions, because actions speak louder than words. They always have. They always will. So it's very important for us to recognize that. 
Well, here's a question. And then, Peter, I, I definitely want to turn it over to you, too. But I, I do have a question with what you said about everybody is watching us, because yeah. oftentimes, like right now, we're in the middle of this huge event that's uh, taking place. Uh, those people interested, please go to WeDidItSummit.com. That's WeDidItSummit.com. It's a certification program. And we've been working on this for quite a while. We're doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And as leaders, we are taking on a leadership role with this. Um, Oftentimes in a leadership role, people do not see everything that you're doing. And so they they want to have you put this in the model or that in the model. And as leaders, our job is to step back and consider things and say, oh, that's something that maybe we haven't considered. What can we do to honor what this person is saying without being thrown for a loop because leaders oftentimes they they have people that are just throwing things at them saying well do this and do that how does a leader handle that and then i will definitely turn it over to peter <laughs> okay right, i could right. talk to you for hours coach yeah. Ruben, and it's like oh well okay this is all about me no no it's right, not right. And that's that's part of a leadership role is not being all about you so go ahead Line. yeah please yeah. So this is this is the challenge of leadership of being able to juggle lots and lots and lots of information. I mean, we're so one of the pictures that I try to help people to visualize is a picture of a group of people on a sailboat with their butts hanging over the edge while the boat is being uh, on a tilt and, and uh, being able to counterbalance the winds, pressure to push the boat all the way over. So the thing is, we're the skipper of the ship. We're the captain of the boat, okay? So as a leader, we have to be able to coordinate, to lead, to, to, pull, to get, pull together everybody and all this information that we have to be able to coordinate and juggle all at the same time. We have to be able to have mastery of the wind. We have to coordinate all the people. We have to communicate effectively. There's so much to leadership. There really is. It's not a simple task. So the thing about leadership, the complexity of leadership is that it requires us to be an example. That's, that's the first dimension. The sec second dimension is how do we empower other people based on where they're at and lead them from where they're at to where they, they want to be? That's the second dimension. That's situational leadership. The third dimension is team leadership. That is about how do we get an, an, a diverse group of people to grab one rope and move in one direction? That's even more complicated. And then the fourth dimension, which is what the big time leaders, what we're trying to do here, what, what we did it is trying to do is create an organizational culture to create a culture for the world. And this is where we do that by design. That's intentional. So to be able to do that, there's a lot involved. And this is what I help organizations do. I help guide them to be able to do that. And I groom leaders to be able to understand the complexity of leadership and what we need to be able to do. And so not, not an easy task. It's not at all. I mean, I was in hospital administration. Let me tell you, it's not an easy task. <laughs> so running a hospital is not easy. So there's a lot to it. And, and it takes time for us as leaders to be able to groom ourselves into it, the, the vision is clear, the passion is clear, the commitment is clear, but the skills have to be developed. So sometimes we're behind. And so we have to develop those skills as we go along. That's why I speak for Vistage International, which is the world's largest CEO membership organization, because I groom CEOs and leaders into being able to constantly develop their leadership skills. It's an ongoing process. 
So within the plant-based movement, people that are new to being, oh, Peter, I'm sorry. I, you know, it's like, it is about me. What can I say? Peter, I'm going to put myself on mute and I'm going to actually. I love this. <laughs> She's taking herself off screen. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Well, th this was too much fun. Um, yeah. We just got to have fun. It, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> thank you, Kathleen. <laughs> so, you know, I I love it. And I, I really so appreciate you being part of, of what we're doing here, being a guest today. And, and I look forward to having you be so much, you know, on an ongoing ongoing basis part of all the stuff that you're talking about because as i'm listening to you certainly as you touch on organizational leadership we, we are stepping into a really important part here i think we're coming on to uh, looking at a whole new dimension to grow the plant-based movement and uh, because you know one one thing that i look at is that uh, vegan and plant-based has been around for 75 years yet it has virtually no traction so we have we've created the opportunity to to help grow the movements to benefit everybody and so i so look forward to you being part of shaping our organization and helping us uh, be be a leader with us and and show us how to do it but um for for now for the people watching us uh what comes to mind for me is is when somebody's in a situation where where they're getting the pushback and that's that's the main focus we're looking at it you know the, the concept is that if we can turn a situation where we're trying to inspire somebody to change their lifestyle and we're getting pushback how how from a leadership perspective how do you take a situation where where somebody's just not wanting to hear it and from a leadership perspective do you, do you then just wait for a different opportunity do you have a conversation that can turn that around or what would you recommend great 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 question i love that question because it comes up so often so often so one of the things we experience that a lot i mean i've been completely strictly plant-based and vegan for 27 years i was vegetarian since 1981 so over 40 years now so the thing is, I've been the odd man out in so many situations. <laughs> so I have received so much criticism, so many dirty looks and everything else. So, uh, so I understand this completely. Now, here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. So there are many ways to approach this. And we could, we could approach it with trying to ram information and data and, and all kinds of research down their throats. That doesn't usually work very well. Now, for some people, some people who are nerds, okay, and they love the data and that's where their minds work, that's great for them. It might work for them, but that's not most people. So number one, we have to lead by example, all right? So I'm going back to that. So that we have to be the example for others to follow. So we have to lead compassionately, lovingly, and, and being kind. I mean, that's really, the vegan movement really calls us to be loving, kind, and compassionate to everyone, okay? Not just the animals. <laughs> but our fellow human beings as well. I mean, that's what we have to do. I, I, I think of so many of the wonderful, brilliant teachers I've had over the years. I mean, that's what we have to do. So we have to be kind. 
Now, what I recommend to people is this. Don't make it about what you want of them. Don't place expectations on them. Let go of the expectations. Let it go. Get in their world. Connect with them where they're at. Ask questions and find out more about what motivates them, what inspires them, what drives them, what are they committed to. All right, so one of the things that I learned about leadership that's very, very important is to ask more, say less. Ask more, say less, and that'll change the way you lead. So ask more questions, find out where they're at. Now, once you start asking more questions, by the way, Dale Carnegie, who wrote the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, I recommend that to you, everyone. It should be required reading for every person in the vegan movement, okay? How to Win Friends and Influence People, because people are interested in themselves, first and foremost, all right? So you need to get in their world and ask more about them and then connect the dots. Here's one of the strategies that I find is very, very powerful is to connect the dots with them. Listen to where they're at. What are they concerned about? What are they motivated about? What are they passionate about? Maybe they've got pain from being diabetic and they're really frustrated dealing with their doctor who, who says, oh, you're gonna be on medications for the rest of, the, your, of your life. So connect with them now, one of the resources that I love is going to forksoverknives.com. And then what you do is in the search bar, you type in the particular issue that your friend is dealing with, whether it's diabetes, whether it's weight loss, whether it's heart disease, whether it's breast cancer, type it in and get stories stories. Now, one of the things that I learned a long time ago, great leaders inspire by using stories. So what we're doing is two things. One, we're connecting with their why. What is their why? And there's a great book that I recommend too by Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Great leaders inspire others by starting with why. Get their why and then connect with the stories. Those two steps. All right. Get the why and then connect with stories that relate to their issue, their why, and share those with them. Now, if they're ready, those stories will motivate them and get them thinking about themselves. It'll start the process. And it's very powerful when we do it this way. And it works really well. It's a just two-step process and it works really well. They will come to you, trust me, they will come to you. And then have resources available to them so that they need resources. Who can they talk to? Maybe they got a medical issue. They need a lifestyle medicine professional. Okay, great. That's, by the way, those of you who don't know, lifestyle medicine is the newest branch of the American Medical Association founded by the luminaries, Dr. Dean Ornish, Michael Greger, Caldwell Esselstyn, T. Colin Campbell, Neil Barnard, John McDougall. All right, they're all involved, okay? So the thing is, it's a branch of medicine and there's a certification process for lifestyle medicine physicians and for professionals like me. All right. So the thing is, we're the trained certified professionals to help people with these chronic disease conditions to help them prevent, reverse and treat chronic disease. So you want to have us available as resources. Don't you try to do it. OK, you don't know enough. <laughs> All right. Go to a professional who's trained and certified. So get their why. 
connect with stories and have resources available for them to connect with. That's how you do it. Oh, that, that's absolutely beautiful. And that's that's exactly what we're looking for with our ambassadors. So our our process is to take the consumers who are plan-based and and with the certification program that we have coming up on June 23rd, that's that's exactly what we're launching. So our vision is for to to support the plant-based vegan, whole food plant-based consumers to step into this leadership role. And that's what that's what the certification means. Somebody's is starting in their in, on their journey, we're starting on our journey to learn to be better leaders, to learn to listen, and then and then part of our role as as an organization is then to organize and help help find these resources so that exactly so identify what's somebody's why so this is so beautiful this is exactly what we're we're looking to support people and on their process because you know it's just just time for us to end all this frustration of being pushed back and and this is exactly what we're our mission is is to to bring in these kinds of ideas and concepts so i love this uh find out find their why and that's you know and and so you know what? Let me ask you this. It seems to me like we're talking about developing some new habits. So we're we're really what we're needing to support our ambassadors with is the process of developing new habits. So rather than than being frustrated looking at somebody who's who's like sixty pounds overweight and they they're they're suffering with diabetes and they don't want to hear about anything, how can we really inspire them? Because there's a part of them that would like to be healthier and there's a big part of us that wants to serve them and support them. So that, that's so beautiful. I love it. Find, find their story. Look for those opportunities. Um, yeah, find their why and find, find the stories. There's so many amazing success stories out there for all kinds of situations. And I know you've inspired many people to success too. I know Colleen, I was talking with her yesterday and she was talking about how she came in and you're talking at a cafe and you turned her life around with, with your talk. And, and you know, this, 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 is, this is beautiful. So thank you for that. And uh, what, what else can you add to that, Coach Urban? Well, you know, it's, it's so exciting when, when people are ready and, and this is the thing we got to be ready just you have to be ready because it's going to happen when people are ready then they they will get some information that will turn their life around and they will completely shift and it's just so exciting so be ready to celebrate really to celebrate and and, and encourage people to continue really important so the thing that we have to do is we have to be outstanding as being cheerleaders I mean, outstanding, really be powerful cheerleaders for people. I mean, we've got to get excited. You've got to be as excited as you are at watching your children at a football game or a basketball game when they're playing. All right. You've got to be that excited. So we have to be outstanding as far as being cheerleaders and really encouraging people to make progress. Here's the thing. It's progress, not perfection. It's progress not perfection. And I recommend a book for everybody called Tiny Habits. Tiny Habits. It's about, it's the most beautiful book I've read on habits. I've read so many books on habits. So read Tiny Habits because that's a book that can empower people to make small incremental changes that can help them to adopt 
a, a successful vegan, hopefully plant-based diet and everything really to work. So to make small incremental changes, really, really small. So it's a beautiful, elegant model. I love it. It's great. Uh, written by Dr. B.J. Fogg at Stanford University. Just absolutely phenomenal. So we want to be able to do that. And we've got to be cheerleaders to help people continue to make that progress. Because so many of us are caught up in perfection. We live in a world where either you've got it or you don't. You're a winner or a loser. You're a success or a failure. That, that, that's 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 really regimented, fixed mindset thinking. We, we have to adopt a growth mindset and really empower people to continue to make progress and continue to grow and learn. So we have to be outstanding cheerleaders in that regard so that people can continue to make progress. So I hope that helps answer that question. It's beautiful. Thank you. Hey, Kathleen, please, please join us again. And I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Just in case you have anything well, to say. <laughs> I just, you know, if I didn't have something to say, I would be, you know, that this lifetime is over. So, right. uh, and even, even beyond this lifetime, I'll probably come back and just uh, whisper in people's ears. But I want to <laughs> welcome B. Lynn to the conversation. She, she is uh, one of our leaders within our organization, and she actually uh, handles um, the certification, making sure all the details on that. Uh, uh, we've got Dr. Uh, Sally Lipsky, who is putting the certification together, and B. Lynn is a part of that team. So I wanted to uh, acknowledge that she's here. Uh, Des is here. It's, it's great to see the leaders that we have that are really raising the bar for all of us. So, um, you know, I, I would love to um, have more of a conversation on those people who actually lead from behind, um, because there's a lot of people in organizations that don't get again that spotlight but they we couldn't do what we do without them there are the visible people and the people that are not as visible um how do you address that uh coach rubin with people that they they have those leadership skills and quality but they hold themselves back and really coming to the forefront so i would love you to address that yeah yeah it's um I know this position very well. For the longest time, I was always the person in the background, always the one who supported. And as a basketball player, I was never the leading scorer. I was never the one who was a go-to person when it came to the offense. But I was kind—I of, was that person who was who did all the dirty work. I did—I did the rebounding. I got this—I—I uh, I got the steals when we needed it. I—I I set the picks. And the, and the screen so that our, our best shooter could actually get the best shot. So there's a role for everybody. There really is. I love what Coach Wooden taught me a long time ago. His, one of his famous quotes is that it takes 10 hands to make a basket. 10 hands to make a basket. If you're part of the team, you are instrumental. You are part of the team. You make a difference. You make a difference no matter what you're doing. You don't have to be in the limelight. You don't have to be presenting to people and, and whatever the case may be. Maybe you're helping in many other ways. You are still part of the team, and that's really important. And you still make a difference as far as your example. So really keep that in mind because you may not be, you know, the superstar. You may not be the author and the speaker in the limelight, but you are definitely making a difference because it takes 10 hands to make a basket. Trust me, it, it absolutely takes an entire village to create one person transforming their life. 
It does. It takes so many people. It really does. And, and so you are all part of the team. You are all to be acknowledged. You are all to be appreciated. And, and I just want you to know that we love you. <laughs> okay. You, you make a all difference. Right. We all and, make a difference. And I want to acknowledge a LinkedIn user. Would love to know who that is. Uh, this is so inspiring and helpful, Coach Ruben. We can all have a meaningful impact more than we realize. So very true. And um, let's talk about moving forward, um, how to bring in different aspects of a community that um, may not be uh, represented enough? How do we make sure that we're really inclusive and we respect diversity and all of that in any organization today? Because, you know, the world is a combination of so many different lifestyles. And, uh, you know, gosh, I've had a wife for 33 years now. Well, we, we legally got married about seven, eight years ago. Um, you know, and that that often has been an underrepresented community. Um, how do you encourage uh, organizations to be very inclusive? Mm, beautiful question. One of my favorites because it boils down to love. Okay, it boils down to love. So here's the thing. You know, all there is is fear or love. That's all there is. All there is is love. One of my favorite teachers, uh, Tercy's Engelhart, she said, all there is is love or the, 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 um, the absence of love that is requiring love. All right. So that's, that's what we need to be able to recognize. And General Eric Shinseki from A Point of Leadership, he said, we must love those we lead. So what does it mean to love? So to cons what I've learned is that to love means to accept others completely, unconditionally, just the way they are. No judgment. No judgment whatsoever. And to be able to love others, we have to start with ourselves. So the biggest part of this whole journey for us becoming vegan or plant-based is to first be able to learn how to love ourselves, to accept ourselves unconditionally to love and appreciate ourselves for who we are as beautiful divine creatures as human beings. We are. And when we start to appreciate who we are as divine creations, beautiful creations, we are. It's just, it's miraculous that we are here. It really is. It's amazing. Study embryology, you'll start to appreciate. It's a miracle that we're here. And when we start to appreciate the miracle of who you are, you start to realize the miracle of how every single person is. And when you start to appreciate the miracle of every single person and love every single human being unconditionally, then you can start to realize that the miracle of every single form of life, every animal, every plant, every creature, and then you can start to appreciate the miracle of all of life, all the mountains, all the streams, all the forests, all the lichens, all the moss. I mean, all the beautiful, uh, the beauty of creation of this entire planet that we live, this is this sacred environment that we have. So it starts with us being able to love ourselves unconditionally mm -hmm. when i see people who are they're judgmental towards others one of the things that we talk about in psychology is when people are judgmental and and 
and uh, towards others, it's because they're hating something about themselves. So we have to heal that. And this is a lot of the work that I do in working with my clients is being able to heal those wounds, that resentment. So just as an example, we know from the research that about 80% of cancer patients, the number one emotional component is resentment and the reluctance to forgive. We are hurting as a species on this planet. We have to learn to love ourselves, Mm -hmm. to let go of our anger and our resentment and our expectations and to really appreciate people for who they are. And it starts with us. Oh, that's beautiful. I I love that. And go ahead, Peter, please. Yeah, I I, absolutely beautiful. I, I, I love it. And, you know, that's that's really part of our mission. Happy, healthy vegans. That's yeah. that's what we're, we're wanting to do. And and, you know, just just to to add about about what we're doing and what we're after is is exactly that. And to learn to love ourselves, to to see the mind body connection. Um, doc, Dr. Marla Friedman, a psychologist, she's addressing the mind body condition and the self self care. And that's exactly what we need to do. We need to get through to this. We need to see what it is that that's keeping us from being happy, healthy vegans. And and you know our mission. And I'm so honored to have you here. And and for all the other experts that are coming to to play with us and to work with us, because we can solve all this. It's we just we just need need to focus. We need to change habits. We need more information. And I I so appreciate everything you're saying here. Uh, yeah, healing the wounds and being able to get into a habit where when we when we look at somebody who's who's so hurting and so frustrated and 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 we're we're wanting to inspire them to to change their state, to change how they feel, to change how they behave. I, I love I love that we really your suggestion is such a great new habit for us all to learn is to be able to take that moment that's that's so frustrating, so painful for us, and be able to take that pain and and switch it around and be able to see them with with the place of from place of love, because like you said, it's love or fear. So, yeah, let's let's bring more love in and let's let's love the people we're we're looking to inspire, and rather than than seeing their pain. Uh, would love to be able to get into the habit of being able to shift that to seeing them with love. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Oh yeah. And and I'd like to add to that too. I loved what you said about 80% of cancers are a direct result of resentment and not able to forgive. And um, it it reminds me of the book by Louise Hay, you can heal your life. And uh, she actually healed a cancer that they said was not, one that could ever go away. And um, she went on a spiritual quest and, you know, everything is related to the mind, body and soul. And so I really appreciate you bringing that up. And another one is looking at the leaders who have been uh, just silent giants for so many years. And and, uh, one person that comes to mind, I went and picked up his book yesterday and he's long since left this planet, uh, Victor Franco, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Um, That title has been coming up quite a bit lately and I actually have, I read it many years ago. And um, he was uh, one of the 
few people that made it out of Auschwitz. And he found beauty in virtually everything. In while he was in the the atrocities of the camps, um, he actually would look at a sunrise and, and a sunset and find beauty in that and inspire others to look in that direction because he said, when you have hope, then you can get to the other side. And that's really something Peter has emphasized with what we're doing with our organization. It's all about giving people hope because there's so many things that are putting people in a state of hopelessness today. And with what you do, Coach Ruben, you actually give people the opportunity to see hope where maybe they didn't see it before. And so in looking at the, the health issue, because that's a big value and it's a big uh, driver for the organization. We did it. Help. And I encourage people again, go check out we did it summit.com. We did it summit.com. Uh, it's a certification program. We priced it in a way that virtually anybody can get certified. And it really is about establishing your leadership role. You'll get a seal that you can put on your website, a certificate of completion. We're even going to provide you with a template for a media release that you can send to your local media, the vegan media, the plant-based media. We're going to provide you with a list of uh, resources where you can send the media release to let them know that you've been certified. The certification is being done by Dr. Sally Lipsky. Uh, she's put a lot of effort into this. She's a psychologist. Uh, v. Lynn is involved in the whole process of developing the certification. We've got a wonderful back-end platform. So it's $47 to join in, whether you join for the in person event or you watch it virtually anywhere in the world. Uh, and we've had people say, uh, what if I can't make it that day? Not to worry. We have it on a platform. You'll have 30 days to go through your certification. So we've got a lot of surprises in store. And I encourage you to go to the what you're seeing on the streamer. We did it summit.com. So with people who um, are not really acknowledging that their own health is important, they're, they're concerned about the animals, let's love the animals, let's take care of the animals, but without their own health, how can they lead? Um, I'm reading uh, Think and Grow Rich right now. I'm on the chapter of your health is one of the most important parts of being rich and it's about being abundant. So address that, Coach Ruben. Sure. I mean, Virgil said, Virgil, well over 2000 years ago, that our greatest wealth is our health. And, you, you know, and Aristotle said, Aristotle, an old guy, okay, he said, uh, a man who has his health has a thousand wishes. A man who does not has but only one wish. So it is critical that we recognize that our health is absolutely the most precious thing we have. It really is. And what we're trying to do in lifestyle medicine is empower people to have the greatest amount of vitality optimal vitality for the longest period of time really have the longest life you possibly can and then go in your sleep all right like my godfather did okay so he died a happy man after dancing with my godmother that weekend all right so what we want to be able to do is have ma maximum optimal vitality because what we're seeing however is the deterioration of vitality. So we see chronic disease upon chronic disease completely deteriorating vitality. And we have in the United States the highest rates of disease burden and disability at the end of our lives in any other country right now. All right, so we have, not only is our life expectancy stagnant compared to other countries, 
and deteriorating, but also the quality of our life has gotten worse. So we have to make a change in our health. And that's what lifestyle medicine is all about. And so how do we adopt a whole food plant-based diet and, and change our lifestyle? Do all the work, the hydration, the nutrition, the, 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 the physical activity, the sleep, the healthy relationships, the stress management, your happiness. All of these things are important to be able to have optimal vitality. And then when we have that, it makes such a big difference, not only for ourselves, but for everybody else that we connect with. So it's so important for us. And, and when you have energy, you can do anything. You really can. When you don't have energy, you're suffering and you're in the state of survival. And that's not a fun place to, to be. And who wants, to, and I've seen far too many people, trust me, I've seen far too many people suffer at the end of their lives, in and out of hospitals, in and out of doctor's offices, I mean, I think of Al, my good friend, Al, who is now 85 years old, who at, who at the age of 79 went to Kaiser and said, what do I need to do to stop coming to the hospital every year for a heart attack, for a heart procedure after 17 years? And he said, well, there's this class on the doctor said, there's this class on plant based nutrition. He read the China study and how to prevent reverse heart disease, prevent reverse heart disease by Caldwell Elsistent read the book. He's a smart man, changed his life, came into my program, did group coaching and everything else. I mean, it's extraordinary. He's changed his entire community. He has a whole host of friends that are just whole food, plant-based vegans, and he is living his best life. That's what we all want. You know, Peg says it really well. Uh, yes. When you have your health and energy, you have everything. And here's what I'd like to put out to the people that are watching right now. How many of you are willing to step fully into your leadership role? How many of you are willing to raise your hand and say, I'm in. And I know several of the people are already a part of the We Did It Summit. For those of you who have not yet uh, joined in, are you willing to join in? Are you willing to support the mission and the vision of all these amazing people and become one of our amazing ambassadors? Um, if you have not yet joined in the organization, please let us know that you're, you're willing to do that. Share that link, the We Did It Summit link please share it with other people share this live with other people and we've got trevor on the call uh who uh is an amazing amazing leader he's part of the team fantastic conversation thank you trevor and so uh coach ruben how can people step up to the plate and again get involved um even if it's baby steps because some people think oh i just don't have the time i don't have the energy and yet sometimes life gives us that opportunity without us even realizing. You know, part of my advocacy is rescuing animals. And uh, before I went plant-based vegan, I actually rescued animals. We have horses, chickens, dogs, and a cat that have all been rescued. And I had somebody who said, how can you be a vegan and have chickens? Well, they were going to go to slaughter. So I think, uh, you know, I'm doing my part. But the reality is I didn't uh, connect the dots between rescuing and eating. And when I finally did, it was, it was a very painful experience for me. It's like, how could I have been so misaligned. Um, so how do people take baby steps again, Coach Ruben? Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a great question. And uh, to me, it's for, for us to step into leadership, one of, the, one of the, my favorite metaphors for understanding leadership is salsa dancing. Now, I've been a salsa dancer for over 20 years, and I've learned so much about leadership. And 
to lead in salsa dancing, I have to create a connection with my partner. I'm responsible for the choreography, the dance. I have to listen to the rhythm. I have to maintain the rhythm. I have to make sure that she's safe. I got to make sure that she's having a good time. And so I'm going to, and I'm going to lead her from where she is at, not from where I think she should be. So now here's the thing. If I'm going to lead somebody who's just starting off, I'm going to take small steps. We're going to do it slowly. We're going to do it gracefully. We're going to do it very calmly. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take our time. We're not going to rush into this. We're going to just do whatever we can and just do it, make it really simple, make it basic. So for any of us who are interested in stepping forward into a leadership role, just taking small steps from wherever you are, whatever, in, whatever inspires you, what's your why? What's your why? Why did you choose to change your lifestyle to adopt a whole food plant-based vegan lifestyle? Why did you choose that? Was it for the environment? Was it for the animals? Was it for your health? And just continue to grow in that particular arena. It doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter. It's all connected. It is. It's all connected. It all does. So just, just look at your why and create your story. Create your story. Just continue to grow, continue to learn. Learn about how you can become better. Learn how you can make progress. How can you grow? Read books. If you're, if you're interested about the animals, all right, watch documentaries. I mean, watch the documentaries. Uh, uh, you know, there's so many wonderful documentaries. Watch them. Learn more information. Read books. Read about what you could do. Get involved. Whatever you can do. If you're interested in the environment, watch the documentaries, read the books, get involved. If you're looking at your health, there's so much information about that today. So, I mean, just continue to grow and learn. That's all you got to do. Just keep doing that. All right. Well, Peter, uh, what are your thoughts around all this? I know you have a lot of thoughts. You're a very deep thinker. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And, and really, it's it's a lot more emotion at this moment than thoughts. I'm, I'm just really appreciating and actually slightly overwhelmed with with what's evolving here and coach Ruben, you've said so many really amazing things and and the comments from everybody have been awesome and i'm just so excited for everything that that we're building here we're early phases of of building our initiatives with uh, we did it that health and and to create the ambassador program i just i'm just so encouraged and so touched by by everything i'm seeing i you know i think we together with our love and our caring we we are making a difference we are creating something that that will make move, help move the needles and of course not to take away from so many amazing people out there and so many organizations that are working so so very hard to make a difference and coming at it from from so many angles but i know that our angle is unique i know that we have an opportunity to make a contribution here and i really know that this is about about us all coming together so Please, everybody who's watching, everybody who, who may watch this later, join us, become an ambassador, become part of the community. And, and conversations like this, we need to keep having these kinds of conversations, keep bringing in the, the other, so many other amazing leaders from so many aspects of, of what it takes for us to inspire other people, from what it takes for us to really be the leaders, to lead for, 
personal growth for ourselves, personal growth for everybody we care about, for better health, for 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 the world, for the animals, for the climate, for everything. I'm just really touched. I mean, I I am I am feeling it. I'm <laughs> I um I, I'm so honored for everybody to be here. This is so amazing. So so definitely please stay with us. Keep bring your friends. Let's let's all together we can make such a difference and and for sure we we started this momentum we started such a magnificent community and join us at the summit join us in our community so the the ticket to the to the uh, comp, to the certification program uh, that includes three months membership in the premium community as we're building the launching that premium community the certification let's let's support each other and let's support all the people we care about so everybody can move one step closer to being a happy healthy vegan so that's those are those are my thoughts and and I so appreciate you coach Ruben and Kathleen you've been so amazing and Thank you, and 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 the whole team, everybody who's contributing and participating. It's it's amazing. Uh, I'd like to <clears throat> acknowledge uh, Dr. Angela Crawford, who who uh, psychologist. She's been a psychologist for decades, and and she's helped us launch into the psychology portion of this with with the ebook that she created, Seven Best Practices to Inspire Loved Ones to Become Plant-Based, which is our free gift for somebody who's who answers our simple one-question survey. So um, it's, and so many other people, Sally Lipsky, so many people contributing. We're going to make this a, an amazing event. And and we, and and it's absolutely we, we, we are a team. Everybody's contributing and participating. and. And I am so deeply honored to to be part of this and to have everybody, all of you, be part of it. And so thank you. And and I love how we're taking things forward. And Coach Ruben, I'm so glad to have you be part of this and and help us with our leadership and and move step into and owning our leadership and and leading the people we care about. So, Coach Ruben, what are your closing thoughts, Peter? Thank you so much. I do have uh, a few things I'll say as we wrap up. But, Coach Ruben, what are your closing thoughts for people and uh, your words that will inspire them to take that step? You know, it, oftentimes what happens, we get into procrastination, we get into fear, like what will people think? And, you know, the heck with what people think. What about the animals? What about the environment? What about our health? Um, and, you know, that really is my feeling because we, we can stop ourselves by, uh, listening to the naysayers. And I would love to hear your final thoughts on how people can take that one step towards being a true leader. Yeah, yeah, really great. Well, thank you for that, Kathleen. So um, I learned a long time ago that the greatest journey that we have as human beings, the longest journey, probably the most difficult journey that we have as human beings is about 18 inches. It's the distance from our, our head to our heart. And it's most profound. And for us to really be leaders, we really need to make that journey. We need to get out of our heads and really get into our hearts and really connect with our hearts with other people and really love and, and have empathy for them, to practice empathy. I, one of my favorite teachers is Brene Brown. I think she's absolutely a phenomenal, phenomenal researcher and just so 
open and so beautifully connecting with people. It's just really her work is fantastic. And um, I, I really think that what we have to be able to do is really operate from our hearts. If we really operate from love and loving ourselves first and foremost so that we can love others authentically, unconditionally, then we are able to be in a position to connect with others, to empower them to love themselves. Most people don't love themselves. That's just the condition that we're facing. Most people don't love themselves. We love ourselves with every bite we take of every piece of wonderful spinach and brown rice and, and golden beets and, and kale. I mean, we, we are loving ourselves with every single bite of that healthy food. And we've got to just relish that. And we've got to recognize that that's what we're doing. There's nothing, nothing you can, there's no way that any amount of money could replace how good we feel from loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves with eating a healthy diet and living a healthy life. So we want to be able to operate from that. And that's what will make a difference in inspiring others. It really will. When we do that, it's going to be powerful. It really is. When we, when we can love the world, as Gandhi said, we must, we must be the change we wish to see in the world. We must be the change. We must be the love we wish to see in the world. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. You, you have been so delightful. Uh, the first time we, we hopped on a Zoom, I was like blown away by your energy. I'm now blown away by your spiritual depth and your commitment to this lifestyle. And I do want to acknowledge our sponsors for the event. Um, I want to acknowledge that Chef AJ, all of you know who Chef AJ is. She is one of our sponsors. She fully supports our mission. We've got uh, Triangle Veg Fest. They are one of our sponsors and they're one of the largest organizations. Helene runs that. Uh, of the uh, Veg Fest on, I, I think it's the East Coast and uh, Southeast. Um, I, I could be wrong on all their locations because they keep growing and growing and growing. She's doing phenomenal things. We've got the National Health Association, which has been around since 1948. Uh, we are doing this in collaboration with their three-day event, and um, we encourage people come to our event, the, the in-person, and go to their event. We encourage if you're going to do it virtually, do ours virtually, do theirs virtually. They've got the wisdom keepers of the community, and I do want to acknowledge Flower has been on this call. She is one of the wisdom keepers, which means 25 plus years of being vegan. Back in the day when it was not the cool thing to do to be vegan, and they stuck with it because they are committed. We've also got the vegan publisher, uh, Matali out of the UK, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal vegan. She's a phenomenal woman and a phenomenal publisher. If you are vegan, you're writing a book, or you want to write a book, reach out to her. We've also got the Christian Vegetarian Association, the founder, he is vegan. And we've got uh, V-Dog, V-Dog, which is vegan food for your dog. And everybody I've talked to who has their dogs on V-Dog food, their dogs are thriving. And that is Linda Middle Middlesworth. She is the co-founder. She's one of our presenters at the event. This woman is going to blow you away. She's almost 80 years old, and you would think she was in her 50s or 40s. The energy she has, she teaches kickboxing, she teaches um, yoga, she teaches uh, weight training, and almost 80 years old. And I said, when I go to Sacramento, not only am I going to hook up with you, I'm going to hook up with Chef AJ, and we're going to do a class together because I love these leaders, what they're doing. So I encourage you. 
go to wediditsummit.com. We, if you like the energy here, you're going to be blown away by the energy on the actual summit. It's going to, it's going to boggle your mind how we, we managed to do this and with all the amazing people. Here's something else I'd like to put out to people. If you have somebody that you think would be great for a live, they, we do ask that they live this lifestyle. We're not looking for people who sell a product and they're not committed to the lifestyle and they're only doing it for the money. We want people truly committed. If you have recommendations, please reach out to us. If you would like to be on a live, reach out to us because we're very open to it. We have our own circle of influence. You have your circle of influence. Let's merge those circles together and have one big global movement that's going on. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Peter for your final thoughts. And thank you, everybody who's been on this uh, live. And for those watching the replay, thank you. We honor you. We bless you. And we do see the vegan in you because the vegan in us sees the vegan in you. Peter? Well, th thank you, Kathleen. Uh, so well done. And Coach Ruben, I can't express, words cannot express my appreciation for all that you've brought to everybody here and and all that, that, that you're all the future work you're doing, all the work you have been doing. And I'm just so excited, look, looking forward to doing so much more with you. Thank you so very much. Uh, watching the comments, I know so many people really appreciate you and appreciate the wisdom that you've shared here. So thank you. And thank you, everybody who's, who's watching, who's participating, who's going to be participating with us in the future. And I'm just so excited for, for the future, for the happy, healthy vegan world. So thank you, everybody. And uh, namaste, vegan. Namaste, vegan. It's a wrap. Namaste. Have a great day, everybody. Great evening, great middle of the night. Take care and be vegan. Thank you. Bye-bye.